Hello and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley, here with you to teach you all things lifestyle, nutrition, optimization, free medicine, and just really how we can become the alpha of our health. I'm super excited to have you guys here. It's so fun to watch the podcast grow each week. It's so fun to to see people binging the podcast and tagging me in old episodes. And I know they're starting all the way back at one and catching up to where we are, which I can't believe that we've already almost been doing the show for almost a year, which is crazy. So cool. This will be episode number 43. Oh my gosh, so crazy. Well, I just want to thank you guys so much for being here, whether you're new, whether you're an OG and you've been here the whole time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for helping me put this message out. I want to read, and I, I always read some reviews and then I get, and then I forget. So I want to get back in the habit of giving you guys a shout out if you've taken the time to write a review on Apple Podcast. So this is five stars titled, Little Learning Goes a Long Way. My favorite podcast and I learn so much every time I listen. So many habits in everyday living have changed since listening the best. Well, thank you so much for that review. I I love reading the reviews. I seriously read every single one that you guys put up. I look at every single story that you guys might tag me in on Instagram or social media. And so it just, it means so much. So I want to give you guys a shout out and, and, and shout you guys out. That was from Shay Gustin on May 5th. So thank you so much. I'm really excited to get into today's interview with you guys. I'm talking with one of my really good friends. You guys probably follow her on social media. She's got a great account, Ashley Nordman. We have been friends for a few years now, and I finally got her on the show. Huge. She's just she's just such an amazing light in my life and such a great friend. We bond over so many things because we've had very similar acne journeys. We went off birth control at about the same time, so we kind of discovered that journey together. I just, I I absolutely adore her and I'm just so proud of her and her journey. And she has, she is the owner and creator of AN Skincare, which is a medical grade skincare that definitely has much better ingredient profiling than many other medical grade. They don't use fragrance or parabens. They they don't use those nasty endocrine disruptors that you typically find. And so I've been using her skincare. I added the glow pads in probably about a year ago. And that's when I really started seeing a huge improvement. And I think that in conjunction with everything else that I've been doing, I think that her products really have made a big difference. And I really incorporate them in with the other products that I use. And I just have seen really great success since adding them in. It's nice to have things that are a little bit more stronger, a little bit more medical grade, but knowing that they are cleaner, safer um, is very, very important to me personally. Nick uses the exfoliating pads. He loves those. I got those for my brother too, especially during baseball season because they're really great at getting the dirt and grime out. If you've seen my Instagram stories, you'll see like after a workout, it'll just be, I'll wash my face and then the pad will totally be filled with dirt. It's crazy how much it really helps get out of your pores. And I just, I'm so proud of her. Her company has really grown a lot within the last year. And today in this episode that you guys are going to listen to, we really talked a lot about her journey with acne and with healing. Cause she's like me, you know, done a lot of internal healing and she's had a, a lot that she's had to work through 
and really kind of get to the root cause. And that's kind of what led her to being a health coach and then going um, and being an esthetician and then now creating her line to really help so many women. And I love that her company teaches so much about root cause of acne and lifestyle. And Ashley's a huge advocate of hormone testing. We did some hormone Dutch testing this fall, which was actually really cool because she's obviously shared on social media that she's pregnant. And it was very cool because I was reading her Dutch tests when she was pregnant and we didn't know it yet. And it was just, it was so cool to kind of be, be along that journey with her especially with all the hormone obstacles that she has had in the past and how much healing she's done. And, you know, if you do follow her on social media or, or you know her or you've, you've come across her before, you know how much her personality shines through. There's a lot of people on social media who I just see as very fake and disingenuine and, you know, they might come across all bubbly in person and you meet them in real life and they're an absolute dud. There's a lot of people like that on social media, FYI. But Ashley is not one of those people. She is the same exact person that you see online as just being an amazing human and being friends with her. You know, it's it's just so cool to know that she's the exact same person that she that she is to everybody else on social media. And I hope that you guys see her personality shine through and how just amazing she is, how passionate she is. I just can't say enough great things about her. And it's just really cool when I get to connect and just have these conversations with my, with my friends, you know, there's so many conversations that Ashley and I have that I just think, Oh, I wish that we would have recorded this to people. You know, I wish that we would have recorded this conversation just so that people could hear the things that we're saying and it could help others. And now we were able to do that. We were able to press record and just have two friends chatting about health, especially acne and healing journeys. And so I'm so excited you know, for you guys to listen to that. And I really hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you guys take a lot away. I know that I personally did. And, and I know that you guys will, will enjoy it since I know so many people who listen to the show struggle with skin issues and it sucks because we constantly feel like we're wearing our problem. And so that's really where, where she shines, where her passion lies. And you guys will really, really get to see that and hopefully take a lot away from today. So without further ado, enjoy today's episode. I will see you guys after the interview. All right. So welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I have a great guest for you guys today. My friend Ashley Nordman is here with us. Ashley, thank you so much for being here. I'm, we, I know that we've been meaning to like do this on the podcast for a long time. So thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm literally so excited. I know we've talked for months now about doing this, so I'm glad we finally sat down and can talk about it. I mean, you and I are literally we just are on the same page about everything. And I love that. I love what you produce. I love what you share with people on social media. I love your podcast and I'm truly honored to be a guest on here. Well, thank you. I'm just so glad that we connected. We're like, I feel like I talk to you almost every day, like about random things. (laughs) It's, and I love it. So I'm so thankful for our friendship, but I can't wait because like, I remember when we started our friendship a few years ago, like you were kind of still in the midst of your hormone journey. And just even since then, like you've changed so much, like with your health, your overall health, your hormones, your skin, and now your skin is something that you literally do for a living. Um, so that's really what I wanted to to share with people today, because I get a lot of questions like I'm in my twenties and my acne is worse than it's ever been. I'm in my thirties and it's horrible. Like I really want to tell people like what that journey of healing can look like for some people. And you know, it, it feels, I feel like very, never ending sometimes, but your journey is very inspiring. Your skin looks better than it ever has. I feel like 
I feel that way about my skin. I can't even believe that it's actually my skin sometimes when I look in the mirror. So like, take us back, do a little throwback for us. Give us a little background on like your skin struggles, when they started, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I completely, I feel for anybody with skin problems just because I've been there too. And I'm such an empath. So when I see people struggling, it just breaks my heart because I know how much it affects your confidence. It can affect your everyday life. And I was that person. So it's, it's really, I'm blessed to be in the position I am now to say that my skin is healed. I don't suffer from acne or any skin issues anymore. And like you said, like when we first became friends, wow, it, (laughs) I had so much going on and it's just crazy looking back at how far I've come in the last couple of years and just completely changed my career, my life, everything. And so, yeah, I'm really happy to share my story. I really hope it can inspire some people and make them not feel so alone and really show people that you, you really can heal and you really can overcome these, these things that might seem like there's no way you'll ever get past it. Cause I definitely had those moments where I just thought, okay, this is just how I have to live my life. Like, this is just the cards I was dealt. Like, this is just the life I'm, I'm given, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I really took health into my own hands and, and just help myself heal. It's crazy to, I just, I just want to share this with everyone. Cause I just want other people to be able to, to feel that as well, that power and that strength. And then just that confidence of like feeling healthy and happy. It's, it's life changing. So, um, like you said, I have had, I'll just start from the beginning here, I guess really my skin struggle started back when I was about 13 years old. So I was in junior high school Um, I had started my cycle really early. So I was like 11 probably when I started my cycle and I really wasn't like very developed or anything. So it was very like unexpected for me. And, um, I was eating a really poor diet. You know, I grew up in a really small town in the middle of nowhere and nobody really ate vegetables or any of that kind of stuff. I don't think I ate a vegetable till I was 20. So I, I definitely didn't eat healthy. I didn't support my body a whole lot. And I had a lot of hormonal issues looking back. I had really bad periods and they were really heavy and I had breakouts all over my forehead. I remember going to our dance in like eighth grade and being so embarrassed because I had pimples all over my face and I was trying to have my mom like covered up with foundation. And, um, I just, it's so crazy. I feel like I was so young to be having skin issues, but it made sense. You know, I had a lot of hormonal problems probably underlying and I just didn't know it. My periods were really heavy, like I said, and I just had a lot of probably what we would call estrogen dominance now. Um, but I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. And so, you know, just like any kid does, if you have a skin issue, you go to a dermatologist. So my mom took me to the dermatologist and they prescribed me all these medications. They put me on these crazy heavy antibiotics. We tried three or four different ones. And in hindsight, I can't believe I took them as long as I did. I mean, I took some of them for two years at a time, like horrible, just wiping out all my gut bacteria. And it's no wonder why I eventually developed IBS. And so probably around 14 or 15, I had horrible IBS and mine was IBS um, D. So I would go to the bathroom like multiple times a day. And it was super embarrassing. You know, I'm a kid, I'm like freshly in like high school trying to do sports and stuff. And I have all these digestive issues and I wasn't eating healthy still. I was actually like under eating a ton. I was super like in love with sports and 
um, really became like obsessed. And I thought that eating less and being skinny was going to help me be a better athlete. So I was just putting all this stress on my body and my skin was still, it was still bad. You know, I was trying still all these antibiotics, creams. I did that acne free system, all that stuff. Yeah. And I just remember nothing, nothing worked for me. Oh my so God. fast forward a little bit. I figured, you know, I'm just going to deal with this. I'm going to always have acne. It was like, no matter what, I always had pimples on my face. I always was insecure about it. Everyone who knew me knew I had a face full of makeup. Um, and then when I was 19, when I got out of high school and went into college, I became a bodybuilder and that started a whole new storm of things because bodybuilding is obviously very extreme. I was dieting, eating all of these sugar-free foods that were supposed to be low calorie. And these were the years of low calorie. Mm -hmm. So everyone thought those hundred calorie weight loss packs and, you know, eating the sugar-free zero calorie drink or drinking the sugar-free drinks were just like so great for you. And the, that jelly that was like zero calories and that spray butter and all that stuff. I literally used all of that every single day while I was dieting because I was eating really low calorie and I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'm going to eat all this diet food. I'm going to be super lean and healthy, quote unquote. And before I knew it, everything was getting worse. My skin was getting worse. My IBS was getting worse. And lo and behold, my doctor puts me on another medication. And so I started taking an IBS medication which then I started developing acid reflux from everything I would eat. And they put me on a prescription Prevacid. And it just was like this never ending battle. I felt like I was on 14 different medications. I took birth control. I took antibiotics for my acne that didn't work. I took um, IBS medication and Prevacid every single day. And I'm like 20 years old, you know, I'm young and healthy. And I started having like question marks. I'm like, why am I on all this stuff? Like, I feel like I'm trying really hard here, but my body's just revolting against me. And my skin was just like crap. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> you, so, what age did you go on birth control? I went on birth control. I guess I, I don't know if I even mentioned that. I'm sorry. I went on birth control when I was 14. So I had been, oh, okay. I had had my period for a couple of years and then my freshman year of high school, I went on birth control, hoping, you know, my parents just were hoping it would help kind of manage everything because I had really heavy periods and I was in sports and it kind of got in the way of my life a little. And so we thought, okay, we'll go on birth control. It'll calm it all down, which it did. I mean, it definitely made my cycles a lot, I guess, like more regulated from what I thought, you know, now, now what I know, I, it obviously didn't at all, but it definitely made everything less severe all mm -hmm. my PMS and everything. And so, yeah, I just had stayed on that all throughout high school. And then by the time I was in college, I had probably switched birth control. I still remember this. Like I was in college and I started having like breakthrough bleeding and I would, I would have a period like every two weeks I thought. And I remember going to like my nurse or doctor or whatever in college and she changed my birth control like three times and every single time my skin would go crazy. And I was always so anxious for the first week. Cause I knew, okay, I'm going to try this new birth control. And my skin's going to freak out. And then I started getting acne on my shoulders and on my chest. And it was all from that synthetic hormones. You know, my body just didn't like them. It didn't agree with them, but I just kept pushing through it because nobody told me otherwise. Everyone said, Oh, you need to be on birth control. Like you don't want to have kids and you want to regulate your cycle. Right. And I just remembered being, you know, 13 with this horrible PMS and not even being able to hardly go to school. So I was traumatized. I was like, I don't want that again. So I just stayed on the pill, never really thought twice about it. Um, and so like, 
you know, as I continued getting older, I just started developing more issues. Like I said, I was on all these medications. I was developing strep throat every year, multiple times, again, taking a medication for that. Mm -hmm. And then I think the tipping point for me was I developed a yeast infection and it, if you, I'm sure you've dealt with it with some of your clients, yeast infections are so horrible. Like you don't think that it's kind of like a toothache. Like you don't think it's that bad until you have it. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, this is affecting my entire life. And it became so chronic. It would not leave me. I mean, I had it for months. I couldn't even wear underwear. I was so sensitive. Everything bothered me. I remember just crying cause I couldn't even like run or exercise. Everything like irritated me. And again, went on Diflucan and all these medications and all this stuff and nothing got rid of it. And I think when you get to like this really low point, you finally just start questioning things or I did anyway, because I was like, okay, I'm on all this medication. I feel like nothing is helping. My body is like revolting. Like I literally thought my body hated me (laughs) and I just felt so miserable and I couldn't figure it out. And so I started just like Googling and researching and just trying to figure out anything that could help me because I just really wanted to especially get past this yeast infection thing. And I started realizing that there was this correlation with sugars. And if you were feeding your body too much sugar, that it could feed the bad bacteria in, you know, down there and it could contribute to yeast infections. And I started understanding that it was called candida. And so that's when I really first started understanding like diet and lifestyle really impact your health. And so I just said, you know what, what do I have to lose at this point? So I cut out all sugar and all carbs for like a month. I followed this candida diet, it was called. And it basically said to avoid all inflammatory foods to add in like healthy fats and things that lower inflammation and support healthy gut bacteria and Um, I started doing probiotics and kimchi and um, just all kinds of things that could help with my, my gut health. And then I think I just went down this rabbit hole because within like two weeks, I started feeling better. Like my yeast infections were getting better. I noticed that my um, acid reflux was better, which I was like, this is weird. And it was because I cut out all those artificial sweeteners and all that crap that was like fake food, you know, that was just totally disrupting my entire digestive system. Yeah. And so that I think is really what like set me off into this like holistic journey because when I kind of helped my body heal from that yeast infection on my own, I felt so empowered and I was like, I don't need medicine. I just need to live healthier. And I thought I was living healthy because I was basing healthy off of my weight on the scale and off of the calories I ate every day. But I wasn't looking at like my internal inflammation, my skin, my um, gut health, like all these things that were clearly screaming at me for attention that I just thought was normal because you go to the doctor and they're like, oh, that's normal. That's common. That happens. Take this med. You know, they just like blew it off and nobody really listened to me. And, um, you know, and of course my acne... I felt like just never improved. And that was always something that I just felt like I had to deal with. Anybody who knew me, even into my college years, knew that my biggest insecurity was my skin. It always was. I wore hats when I would break out. I covered my face whenever I could. I even cut bangs one time because I had such a bad breakout on my forehead just to cover it. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many times I can think back to where I was so ashamed of my skin 
And it's like, no wonder I had all these skin problems. I had so much going on internally that I didn't realize, not to mention the stress of yeah. all the yeah. dieting and the, and the lifestyle I was living. And so to make a long story less long, I, <laughs> I ended up joining, um, the Institute of Natural, or I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the, um, functional clinic I went to. I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, sorry. And that's where I became a certified health coach. And really, like I said, healing myself from that yeast infection just sent me down this rabbit hole where I was like obsessed with eating better and understanding how to get my gut under control and just my overall health. And then when I became a health coach, I mean, I just learned so incredibly much about eating cooling foods and hot foods and what's good for your energy and the types of things that feed you other than food, you know, like the, the relationships you're in, the stress that you're surrounded by, the lifestyle you live, how hard you train. There was just, it was this crazy amount of overloaded information, but it totally helped me understand like where I was totally missing the boat with my health. And so, um, I went on this super long healing journey once I became this health coach where I really decided, you know, I'm going to heal my body and I'm going to show people along the way that you can do this and to not give up because I was definitely in this very helpless place. And, um, so I made the decision to go off birth control. I started doing all this testing at a holistic health center and realized I had tons of gut issues. Like I thought I did. Um, I had heavy metals. I had an autoimmune kind of flare up going on internally. I had low hormones. I had a thyroid condition. I mean, I just found all these things out that I'm like, what? I've been living with this. And um, so, I mean, it, it definitely was a little overwhelming. And there were so many moments where I was like, is this, you know, is this really my life? Like, I feel like I have so much I need to fix. But I tried to just take it one step at a time and really focused on detoxing and cleansing my gut and removing the toxic crap out of my life, including people. Yep. And <laughs> <It's> just as <laughs> important. Absolutely. Just as important. And lo and behold, um, my skin did not get better. And I was like, what in the heck is going on? Like, I really thought that doing all this would help me. But as I'm sure you know, Haley, to get to a place of health, you have to to detox and go through almost like this period of getting worse. Yeah. And no one ever really told that to me. And I, I don't say this to discourage people. I say this to say, like, if anyone is out there going through that right now, just know that it will get better because I know for me, I didn't want to hear it, but in hindsight, it made sense. Like in order to heal my gut and to get my hormones balanced and to remove that stress and to really just get my body doing what I needed it to do to, to detox, I had to, to go through a lot of negative stuff to get there. I almost felt like I went through this like die off phase, you know, where I was just killing all of this stuff at once and my skin was kind of going nuts and I was just, you know, kind of discouraged by it. But I said, you know what, I'm already in it. Like I, I gave up birth control. I'm, I'm in it now. I'm going to make sure I'm, you know, doing whatever I can. So I come out on top and me being such an answers person, like I need answers and I want to know how to fix things. I was like, I'm sick of having these skin flare ups that then started getting worse when I was trying to like heal my body. And so that's when I ended up going to school to become an esthetician and learn. I really just wanted to learn additional ways to support my skin while I was healing. And so I started learning about ingredients and skincare and treatments you could do. And 
honestly, esthetician school was awesome because it was very similar to IIN where I learned a lot about the holistic things that went into your skin health. And I really started understanding the correlation between gut health and inflammation even more. And it made total sense to me why my skin almost got worse when I was trying to heal. Totally. But I, I really feel for people who I feel like try to make these positive changes and then they feel like it's making them go 10 steps backwards. And I'm sure you can expand on that a little bit. Um, but I know for me, like I totally felt that way. Like I was like trying to improve my gut and improve my hormones. And instead my skin was like even worse and it was really discouraging for a little while there. Now, obviously I got through it and my skin is completely clear now. I don't, I don't even get a pimple anymore. And I'm just like shocked to even say that, but I had to really kind of go through the trenches to get, to come out on the other side and then obviously understand skin and in additional ways too, because at the time I was using like a bar of soap on my skin and like benzoyl peroxide, which was doing nothing to help me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel like I had the same kind of thing with post-birth control because post-birth control, like for a few months, you're like, this is awesome. My anxiety has gone. Like I can start healing. And then like a few months after that, my body, like when it starts to like heal and your body starts to make hormones, that's when my skin went crazy. I'm not sure if you had that same experience, but that's I absolutely did. Yeah. Like literally the exact same. The first month I went off, it was like, and I didn't even talk about this, but with birth control, I had the most debilitating anxiety. And when I went and I just thought that was me, I thought it was just a freaking stress ball. And then when I went off the pill, I'm like, Oh my God, it was that like, Mm -hmm. that was what was making me so anxious. So the first month I went off, I felt like a new person. I remember just being like, wow, I'm like, my anxiety is so much better. I feel amazing. My skin was actually a little bit clearer. I I had like no issues. And then like two or three months down the road, when my hormones tried to kick in and my sebum production went crazy, my hair got really oily. My skin got really oily. I started breaking out. I kind of felt more moody again. And I was like, what, what? I thought I was doing better. And now I kind of feel like I'm doing worse. And then you kind of have this moment where you're like, shoot, should I go back on the pill? Like, do I need to be, you know, back on that? But luckily I was so over being on all those medications by then. I was just like, nope, I'm going to struggle through it here a little bit. And I'm so glad you and I both got out on the other side because both of our skin has improved 10 times. I mean, when I was on birth control every month, no matter what, Mm -hmm. it was like clockwork, I would get breakouts on my jawline and I do not get that anymore. And I know it's because the pill was doing that to me. It it was crazy. And that was kind of the moment for me because actually we went off at like the very similar time because like you were talking about it on social and I was like, Mm -hmm. I noticed the same thing. I'm a very like type A person, you know, we both are. But like when I was on the pill, I noticed it like my heart would be beating out of my chest, like submitting a test for chiropractic school. And I'm like, like the panic and the anxiety, like it just, I knew it was like a new level because chiropractic school, like it was stressful and whatever, but like, I feel like my body wasn't adapting to it like it should. And it didn't feel right. So then I went off, I felt so much better, but like I was having the same thing, breakthrough bleeding. I was breaking out on my, the, and I was like, why am I even on this? And so then going off, it's, you know, I learned so much along that journey and now, you know, I help a lot of people get off as well, but like it, your journey off doesn't have to suck. But like, I was learning on how to support myself as I was off. I was learning like, Oh, blood sugar needs to be stable. So like, I need to be eating these types of foods and like, Oh, I probably should open my detox pathways. Cause I don't sweat at all. So that was like, it's all stuff that like you learn along the way, but so similar now, like, you know, even after we went on our honeymoon and I had some drinks and I had some sugar, like my skin is more resilient now where it can take balance once in a while. And it doesn't freak out because I've done so much of that internal healing, just like you have. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's, it's so crazy. So, um, what I thought was so interesting is like, okay, so your, your periods kind of sucked and then you got put on birth control and then you got gut issues because birth control causes gut issues. And so then you were treated for IBS and then that's so linked to anxiety. And then you were like treated for stuff like that. And it's like, it was this perpetual cycle of like, nobody was actually getting to the root when in the reality, the constant insults to your gut made all the difference. Yeah. I mean, it makes total sense. When I look back at my like history, it's like, no wonder I had acne as long as I did. You know, I was on all these medications that were not getting to the root of the issue at all. And, you know, I just, I feel like I was in such an unhealthy place. And when I started under, like really when I went to school to become a health coach is when I was like, I am done with medicine. I'm going to heal my body and I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this. And I remember I just cold turkey went off everything. Like I went off my IBS medication, my Prevacid. I didn't go off my birth control yet because I was very apprehensive about that, but I knew I was going to. And I think about a year or two later is when I did. It was in 2017 when I did. Mm -hmm. And I think I went to school in 2016. So I waited about a year or so, but I knew I was like really on the fence about it from all the research I had done. And I'm with you. I think there's a, I think there's a, better approach to do to doing this than what I did like I just went off everything at once and like same thing with birth control I didn't really have like a plan because I was kind of learning as I went Mm -hmm. and so I don't want everyone listening to think like oh my gosh if I go off the pill I'm gonna have acne three months later you know I think there's a lot of people that go off the pill and are fine like they don't have that because their body detox is much better you know and they have maybe already been eating healthy and supporting their body properly but I came from a place where I had just got done with being like a bodybuilder. Essentially, I had so much underlying, like so many other underlying problems outside of the the birth control. Like I had obviously a thyroid issue. I had an autoimmune disease that I had triggered. I had all kinds of inflammation from so many other sources. And I mean, I was sick as a baby. So this is, this started when I was a like very small infant. So this is something that like I really in hindsight, like it was like my whole entire life up until I was probably 25. I did like an overhaul, you know, from then on, like it was, and it's not going to take two months or three months or four months even really to, to heal something like that. When you spend your entire life living a certain way and then you overhaul and become a healthier person, it is going to take time. And I want people to understand that because I think a lot of people would have given up if they didn't realize how long it actually took if they were in my shoes. And I'm so grateful to stand here right now and say that I didn't give up because looking back, I mean, it took me four plus years to get here. And, you know, we did a Dutch test together. And obviously like I still had some hormonal things that I've been working on even now. Mm -hmm. And I'm blessed to even say that I'm pregnant, which is just crazy to think that now I'm like (laughs) creating life and, just two or three years ago, I didn't even have a period. I mean, when I went off birth control, I had amenorrhea and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, it really is possible. Like your body is, is not revolting against you. It will find balance as long as you give it the right environment. And, and you have to give it a lot of patience. I think a lot of people, as you see too, on like magazines and on Instagram and stuff, like they just want these quick fixes. And this is not a quick fix. If you're nope. someone that has skin issues this is because you have probably years of underlying things that you need to work through. I mean, your skin is your biggest organ. And when you have internal inflammation, it shows outwardly. And that is telling you that you probably have 
I don't want to say like chronic things going on, but, but something underlying that is going to take some time. You're not going to just like start eating an apple every day and all of a sudden your skin's better, you know, like it's going to, it's going to take a lot of effort and you're going to have to probably do some testing and change your diet and change your lifestyle and, you know, hopefully improve your skincare products and just do, there's a lot of things that are involved if you're really wanting to heal your skin. And I think the people that I talk to anyway, being an esthetician that, that have skin issues, they are ready for that kind of change. Like they will do whatever it takes and they're ready for that commitment. And so, um, usually I don't have to have a very long conversation with people that want to, because they, they're literally at the point where they're like, I will do whatever it takes to clear my skin because I'm sick of dealing with this. Totally. And I think that a lot of people, they just get to this point and they're like, I will do whatever. And like you said, it's so important for them to realize like, it's, it's not going to be just a month or two months. Like it, it can take time. Like, can it start improving when you do start cleaning up your diet? It can for sure. But like, it, it does take, you know, the inflammation and the gut, like that, that takes time to heal. And, you know, and, and I think that that's important, but when you have skin issues, whether it's rosacea, eczema, acne, whatever, like you're sick of wearing your problem. And I feel like that's what, like when you've got like IBS and bloating and it, it's more like internal, it's still annoying. But like when you have acne or skin issues, you're literally advertising to everybody what's going on. And yeah. so I think that that's why people are so like, yeah, you tell me what I'll do and I'll do it. And I think that the the time period is very important. Like you and I both did not heal our skin in a few months. I'd say it probably took a year to two years. Like I feel last year, I was looking at pictures even last year at this time. And I still had like, you could see residual scar marks or you know, like, cause I would have a breakout, but like now, I mean, knock on wood, like I cannot tell you the last time it's been. And, and yeah. that took a lot of time. I went off birth control at the same time you did, 2017. And mm-hmm. I mean, look at that. That's almost three years. I mean, it's gotten, it got better in that time. And my cycle got better in that time. But um, I think that that's so, so important. And so like a, as an esthetician, like what are some things that you see on people's skin, um, whether it's because of like, you know, um, I know you do a lot of stuff with like remote things, like you can help people pick out better skincare, like, and, or when you were in a med spa, like what are some things that you saw on people's skin that maybe could be like, Oh, there's something kind of underneath the hood that should be, should be looked at. Yeah. It's funny. I was just about to kind of dive into that too. So estheticians are different than dermatologists in the fact that dermatologists address skin conditions through medicine because that is what they learn. They learn medicine. So there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a time and place for that. But estheticians look at the skin as a whole from a holistic standpoint and really try to address the inflammation because 99% of the time skin conditions are a result of inflammation. And there's so much more that goes into it than just your skincare. And so skincare is a huge thing that we focus on. Absolutely. But we also look at diet, stress, you know, it, internal things that might be going on, hormones, things like that. And so, you know, a lot of times when I'm looking at people's skin, I'm looking at it in a different perspective, especially with my background with being a health coach and understanding the fitness world and health in general. Um, so when I see people, you know, dealing with acne, for example, like jawline acne or anywhere around their chin or things like that, that tells me it's probably hormonal. It could be somewhat correlated to their birth control. It could be related to their detox pathways um, maybe needing some lymphatic drainage, you know, there's a lot of different things that could, could benefit that, but usually it's hormonally driven. 
Um, a lot of times I see people with just like congestion overall, which when I say that some people are like, what does that mean? So it's, it's textured skin. It's bumpy. It usually there's blackheads mixed with whiteheads and they're kind of under the skin and you can see them, but they're kind of hard to get out. And that's because the skin is really needing some good exfoliation and they're probably not using the right products to exfoliate the skin properly. Um, also the epidermis, it isn't, um, shedding properly because your, your layer of skin on top of your face that you literally look at in the mirror is actually dead. All that skin is dead skin. And so it's constantly shedding that dead skin off and the shedding process, um, slows down in people who have acne and people who have inflammation. It just, it doesn't start or starts not working properly. So you really want to help speed that exfoliation process up. So a lot of times I can tell when people are needing some good exfoliation, um, genetics can play a part into skin conditions. A lot of times I see people dealing with rosacea and eczema, and we really look at things that they might be using that they could be having allergies to. I have had multiple patients who were allergic to their makeup and didn't know it until yeah, until like the pandemic hit and they stopped wearing makeup and all of a sudden their skin got better. And then when I saw them, you know, six months later and their skin was amazing, I was like, what did you do? And they were like, honestly, always, all I stopped doing was wearing makeup. And we went and looked at their makeup and it had all this toxic stuff in it. And they were using like skincare stuff that they didn't normally use before, like when they were flaring up their worst and they would like admit to me like, oh, well, I was kind of on a budget. So I went and bought like this you know, skincare stuff. And it was just like full of fragrance and it just irritated their skin so bad. And they already were prone to rosacea or eczema. And then it was just like inflaming it more and making it worse. So a lot of times, you know, we have to look at allergies. Dairy can be a big contributor to all of these skin conditions, especially acne, but definitely eczema and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few friends in general who they'll get eczema like up in their hairline, kind of like psoriasis, eczema sort of stuff. And it only happens when they eat ice cream. And I'm like, you've got to cut the ice cream. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Um, the skin is really crazy. It's so cool. It's, it's crazy how much it can tell us. And so it was really interesting when you were talking about how, like when you have acne, your skin doesn't exfoliate as much. And I wonder now that we're talking about like internal causes, like, if you are more prone to acne because of hormones and gut health, like I feel like our skin, our skin, hair, hair and nails, I feel like are the last place to get nutrients. So I feel like our skin, this is just a hypothesis, but it kind of makes sense. Like if it's not getting all the nutrition support that it needs, it's kind of like the last thing. So when you can focus on more nutrient density and like adding more high quality things to your diet and getting to the root cause, like, I feel like that would help the exfoli, like being able to kind of turn over new skin cells. And then you can use, I love like, um, acid base exfoliant things like, um, like the exfoliating pads and stuff like that, like light peels, because that's a topical version of that. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You really nailed it. Like, so your microbiome in your gut is what maintains your homeostasis throughout your whole body. So this can majorly affect your other organs and your skin is your largest organ. So if your microbiome becomes unbalanced, then, um, or if you're like experiencing inflammation in your gut or leaky gut or digestive issues or anything, your skin is honestly one of the first places that you notice problems from that just because they're so directly linked. I mean, they're, they call it the gut skin axis and there's all kinds of research coming out now about it. It's really cool. You should look into it. And, um, 
I mean, I think we've always kind of known this and had a hunch about it, but now that there's like actual studies on it, it's really cool to see. I just think people don't ever think that they're like, Oh, I have gut issues. And that's showing up on my skin. Like they don't realize that the body acts as a whole, but your skin, (laughs) it's your largest organ. I mean, it, it is, it has tons of hormone receptors. It has a huge percentage of your blood. I, I mean, your lymph is carried through it. Like there's just so much that your skin does. And so, like you said, if you're not getting the right nutrients or you're not feeding your gut properly, or you don't have the right bacteria going on, it's absolutely going to affect how your skin operates And the natural exfoliation process of your skin is one of the most important things your skin does, because this is how it creates new skin, keeps your collagen production um, going. It's how it, I mean, you want to be constantly having that exfoliation process occurring because that's where you create new healthy skin and your, your skin is always doing that. It's always creating new skin cells. So if it's slowing down, it's most likely because it's, you know, obviously not operating correctly. And what is what like drives all of that is your nutrient intake. So it really is important to, to focus on your diet. And I think a lot of people with acne, once they start understanding it, they realize how important that is to really watch their diet. And they probably, I mean, they've come to me, many of my clients, they're like, I know when I, when I'm not eating well, because my, it shows up on my skin right away. And it's so true. Cause it really does directly affect your skin. I know I'll never understand the people I'm so envious of the people who like can eat whatever they want and not show it on their skin. I know they show it otherwise, like they'll show it with leaky gut or IBS or bloating or whatever. But like, I was always so envious that people could just like eat whatever. I'm like, Oh my God, I eat one thing. And it shows up on like a big cyst on my chin. I know. You know, maybe it's a good thing because maybe it's like our body telling us like, Hey, like, don't do this because we'll keep doing this to you. Right. I take it as a blessing because it forces me to eat healthy. Cause if I got away with that, I would probably be eating McDonald's and stuff. Well, no, I wouldn't, but I would definitely, <laughs> it definitely makes me like stay on top of my nutrition because I literally can't risk it. Like I refuse to get a breakout. So I, it kind of like holds me accountable, but I will say there are definitely those people. I know we're all thinking of someone right now that like eats like total crap and has this flawless skin. And I'm like, I hate you. Why is your skin perfect? No matter what. But truly that is genetics. Like they probably have really small pores and they probably have like either dry skin or like normal skin type, which those skin types don't create a lot of oil. So even if they eat things that trigger sebum production or, you know, trigger things that can cause like breakouts on the skin, they're way less likely to get, you know, any of those breakouts because they just have that freaking perfect skin that never seems to react to it. But like you said, it shows up in other places, I'm sure. But the people like me and you who are more more acne prone, the second we eat stuff that could trigger that, it's like on our face. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Oh, let's talk a little bit about, because I know you mentioned diet and what kind of stuff, but I think with hormones, and I think you and I both struggled with this, but melasma, this is a a topic I get a lot of questions about. And this is something that the pill gave me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, if I needed another reason to hate the pill, it would be the melasma. (laughs) And like, oh my God, I'm like, it's, it was so discouraging. Like I remember my, my OB switched my pill and I went to Florida for softball and I went out in the sun and I'm like, what the hell's this? And it was like, right. You know, Cause I didn't notice it for the few months that I was inside, not getting sun exposure. And I was wearing SPF and then I still got it. And I was like, 
what the heck? And even going off, it still was something so hard to get rid of. And I, I feel like I've really done such a good job. Like when we went on our honeymoon and I was really like in the sun a lot, still wearing SPF, you'd be proud, but like you can notice residualness about it, but like, yeah, I notice now it's significantly better, but I get a lot of questions on melasma because I think a lot of girls struggle with it. Yeah. Melasma is a very pesky skin condition and really only women deal with it. So that's why you're hearing it from women. Um, and it's, it's, it's very hard because you really can never get rid of it. And I hate to say that, but it's true. It's just like, well, I don't actually know, but there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's other things out there too, where you, you just might always have it, but it's kind of like a disease that you might have or like autoimmune problem, you know, yeah. like you're, you're never going to get rid of it, but you can manage it. And that's how it is with melasma. You can manage it. So just like you said, you might see a little bit of it here or there now, but you've really got it managed where for the most part, it doesn't bother you or you don't really see it. Um, and that's how it is with me too. I have melasma on my upper lip. That's and, okay. I have it too. Mm-hmm. Mustache and I got, gang. I, yep. Mustache <laughs> gang, girl. I, I developed it when I was on birth control also. And I honestly probably noticed it when I was like closer to like 20 maybe. And I just didn't know. I had no idea at the time what it was from. I had no idea it was associated to being on birth control. I had no idea it was from hormones, any of that. So what melasma is, is it's an overproduction of melanin on the skin. So melanin is something we produce when we get tan. And so we can overproduce this melanin for various reasons, but one of the reasons is from hormones. So for whatever reason it may be, synthetic hormones tend to, as you know, do some weird things to the body. And these synthetic hormones in birth control tend to trigger that overproduction of melanin much easier than your natural hormones do. Um, and so that's why a lot of women deal with it when they're on the pill, they might notice when they go off of it, it gets a lot better, or they might notice that they still have it, or they might develop it in other times during their life, like pregnancy, when you're dealing with really, really high levels of hormones. So either synthetic hormones or just very high levels of hormones can really trigger it. Um, it's driven by estrogen. So whatever type of estrogen is in your birth control can trigger it or just high estrogen while you're pregnant. So it's definitely something I'm being really cautious with. Um, but overall, the biggest contributor to melasma is sun damage. So pretty much there's a lot of research coming out now because it's been a pretty unknown skin condition, but they're starting to learn a lot more about it. And um, like research is showing that sun damaged skin is like significantly more um, at risk to develop melasma. So it is so important to wear your sunscreen, so important to wear a hat, protect your face. It can actually help reverse the signs of, or the, the look of melasma, um, just by wearing sunscreen every day and by protecting your face with a hat when you're outside for more than 30 minutes. So I recommend that for really all women and anybody on birth control to just really take care of your skin in that sense use a mineral sunscreen like my hydroglow sunscreen from my skincare line or our mineral um untinted sunscreen that's coming out next week um yeah i'm so excited like either one of those would be great there's there's a lot of mineral sunscreens out there but i really love the ones i've formulated because they're safe for the skin and they're going to really help deflect the sun and so the importance with sunscreen is there's two different types. There's chemical sunscreen and mineral sunscreen. Chemical sunscreens are made with chemical ingredients. So when you look at the active ingredients, it'll say like octanoxinate or some crazy long word that ends in oxate. 
that's how you know it's a chemical sunscreen. And those are not safe for the environment. And they're also not safe for your skin because they actually absorb heat into the skin. So your, your skin will heat up from those rays. And that actually can trigger your melasma to get worse because melasma is not only triggered by hormones, but it's also triggered by heat and, and the sun. So you want to make sure your skin is staying cool. So you might notice with your melasma, if you get really hot or if you start sweating or if you're at the gym, you might see it a little more. It's because it does. Yeah, it does trigger it more. And that's why you can't do lasers on melasma. Like a lot of people get melasma and they think, Oh, I want to do this intense laser that gets rid of it. Oh, and all it really will do is make it worse. Yep. All it does is make it, it might make it look good for like a week and then it'll come back like full force, like even worse, like a couple, like a month later. And so at the office I was practicing out for the last year, we would never do lasers on anybody with melasma. We would only do peels or, you know, certain types of exfoliation like that, that didn't involve heat or like microneedling was really good for it. Um, so yeah, wearing sunscreen is important, but I do not recommend chemical sunscreen because it will absorb that heat which then can actually make your melasma worse. So you're like <laughs> trying to make your skin better by wearing sunscreen when in reality it could actually heat your skin up more. So just make sure you're wearing a mineral sunscreen. And so when you're looking at the active ingredients, the only mineral sunscreens there are, are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. And you can either have just one or both in whichever one you're using. I like ones that have both. So like my, both of my sunscreens have both zinc oxide and titanium dioxide to just really give you that extra coverage and, and protection. And what that does is it'll, when the rays go to hit your skin, they will deflect off your skin, which then does not absorb the heat and repels those harmful rays. So awesome. Do you feel like um, the zinc and the uh, mineral base, do you feel like that has any beneficial thing to acne since zinc internally can, or have you seen that? I haven't really researched that enough. Um, I think it's probably a different form of zinc, but I, it's funny because I thought of that the other day, actually, I'm like, I wonder if this is like similar to like zinc, like the, like the vitamin, which is so beneficial for your skin. I mean, zinc is such a great supplement to add. I think everyone needs zinc. We're all zinc deficient. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'll have to look at that for you because that actually, it's so funny. I was just thinking that the other day. I'm like, I wonder if that's like beneficial for <laughs> your health of your skin. Well, cause that's what I tell myself. Cause you know, I love, I, I like, I always put it on in my morning routine and I'm like, Oh, I'm doing myself a favor cause I'm protecting my skin. And I'm also like preventing it. I just like tell myself that, but I don't know if it like, it makes sense because like you said, it, you know, zinc internally is one of the most helpful things for acne. Um, and I feel like most people are deficient. Zinc is so great because it helps like a healthy level of testosterone. So it helps the sebum production it just, it's so good. It's antibacterial. It's, uh, it's so, it's so great. Um, okay. Well, let, I want you to tell us about what inspired you to make your own medical grade skincare because it's amazing. I want you to talk all about it. Um, and yeah, I, I let's, let's dive into that now because we've kind of talked about your journey, like a lot of the internal stuff, um, healing the hormones and melasma, all the kind of stuff that you've dealt with, but like, let's talk about this new and exciting journey that you're on, which is your skincare brand. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so excited about it. I really am. Like, I just can't believe it. This is actually our one year anniversary. So my skincare line has been around for a year now, which is so crazy to think of how much we've grown in a year. It's crazy. Um, I started it when the pandemic hit actually, and it was let me think. So I became an esthetician a couple of years ago and then I practiced 
um, from my home for a little bit. And then I worked at a plastic surgery center and I loved it. I had such a great experience. I was working on people all day, every day. And it was just so great. But this little part of me was always wanting to create my own skincare line. I think that's just kind of like a dream for a lot of estheticians. Um, and we learned a lot about skincare in school, like creating your own line and understanding ingredients. And I'm such a nerd. I love all that stuff. And it was always super interesting to me. And um, so it just was something that I really, in the back of my mind, I was like, I would just love to do that. And so, but I never really felt like I had the time. So then when the pandemic happened last year and my office shut down that I was working at, and I was stuck at home for three or four weeks, I was like, well, I'm way too much of a go-getter to just sit here on the couch. So I started figuring out how to formulate my own products. And that's when this all became like a thing. And so I kind of just figured out on my own how to make a website and how to, you know, get <laughs> products and formulate them. And I started working with a couple manufacturers and kind of narrowing down who I wanted to work with. And long story short, I ended up developing three products and I had just skin pads at the time because I really loved them. They were just super easy and convenient to use. I know you love them, Haley. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really what started my line. And then from there, I've, I've really grown and expanded a lot in the last like six or eight months. And now I have a cleanser, a moisturizer, a sunscreen. I have all kinds of new products coming out next week, like a vitamin C serum that you're just going to die. You're going to love it. Um, I have a hyaluronic acid cream. I have a sunless tanner. I mean, I have so many products coming out now and I actually ended up switching manufacturers, which was really good for me. Um, we, at the beginning of this year, we switched manufacturers because I just wasn't loving the quality as much as I was hoping I would with my original one. And as you know, Haley, like I'm super big on ingredients and making sure like the products are, you know, medical grade, it's definitely a little different than like all organic kind of products because yep. you are using different ingredients. So for me, it was important to find a balance where it was like, okay, this might not be, you know, all essential oils in here, but mm -hmm. it's at least going to be free of the heavy hitters, like parabens, phthalates, all those kind of things. No fragrance, absolutely no fragrance. Yep. And, you know, just, I really wanted to make sure that my formulas were things that I would feel comfortable using, especially with the idea of having kids in the future and really wanting to make sure I was using things on myself that were, you know, just safe for myself, my children, my future. And, um, that was just very important for me. So my manufacturer I work with now, I'm really working as hard as I can to, to keep our formulas as clean as possible so that they stick with like my values, but also making sure they're like really effective and, and really work for people. And so there's a lot of testing that goes into it. I have a lot of dummies that are always helping me with <laughs> formulating them and seeing if they like certain ingredients or how they feel or how they look. And there's really a lot of behind the scenes that goes into it, but I... I think one of the biggest reasons I'm so passionate about skincare in general is because when I was going through my healing journey, changing my skincare alone is what really helped me heal my skin faster while I was detoxing and getting my hormones balanced and going through all that. I, I noticed such a change. Like I really did visually the way my skin felt, the way it looked, the way it behaved. I mean, I really felt like I got a control under my acne um, or over my acne when I was using better products. And you know, 70% of your results with your skin, like when you're coming to improve, when you're going to improve your skin comes from what you do at home. So your skincare every morning and every night. So I was seeing patients in my office and stuff where, you know, I'd see them once every four, six or eight weeks, which was great and all, 
But if I really wanted them to, to see those changes they wanted with the fine lines, with their acne, with their scarring, with their melasma, with any of that, I knew it was the products they took home with them that they used every single day on their skin. So that I think too is what inspired me because I really just wanted to help people feel beautiful. And I really wanted to be able to give people an option to heal their skin without having to see me because, you know, not only was the state of the world crazy last year, but I have all these people on social media that wanted help from me that couldn't see me in person. So creating skincare was really the next best thing I could do to help everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I, I love the products. I mean, I get so excited. Like I have them kind of like regimented out, like what night I'm using, what pad, like usually like after the sauna, I love doing like the exfoliating pads and like a few times a week I'll do like, well, the old glow pads that I know are, are now phased out to something different, but like, I just get so excited. And I, then I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I love my skin. And I know so much of it deals with like the hydration and the SPF that I do and like my lifestyle that I live, but it really is awesome to like have better products, which I totally agree. Like I can do all the internal stuff, but if I'm still using like a bar of soap on my face and like my skin's dry and like, I'm not actually like he helping it on the outside, like it's not going to heal and feel as amazing. So I totally agree that the products are a, help, having better products, like not drugstore products, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you know, are, are really, or they at least were really important for my journey as well. So I am so excited to be just, I, I love all that you've done with the company and especially just within one year, like you started with the three products, the brightening exfoliating and now the glow. And then now look at what, like you've got like all these things. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> and, and I love how the, the quality of the ingredients is important to you. Cause I feel like that's something that other medical grade products, they don't necessarily care about. And that like, it's nice that you kind of bridge the gap. Like you understand the importance of ingredients, but, and you also kind of like, get like the med spa and like the medical grade side and you kind of do a really great job bridging them together. And I think that's so, so unique. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very thrilled with where my line is going and I just love seeing all the results from people and I'm very blessed to do what I do. I, you know, I love giving facials and seeing people in person, but at the end of the day, it's just really fun working. Like I feel like a chemist, I know. <laughs> so it's really fun to create products and do do what I do for a living. It's, it's very awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, before I let you go, I want to ask, okay, so people struggling with their skin, what are three things they can do on the inside to help? And then three things they can do on the outside or topically to help. Okay. That's a great question. So internally I'd say water, drinking your water is huge and just plain old water, nothing added to it. Just water is so underestimated, but it's, it's what hydrates your skin. It's what detoxes your body. It's so crucial for how your skin looks and feels and operates. So that's definitely number one, number two, supporting your gut health. So the easiest way to do that, in my opinion, would be to take probiotics or to eat like gut supporting foods, like things that have natural probiotics in them. And then number three, I would say really avoiding inflammatory foods is going to be so helpful for your skin too. So like the heavy hitters are obviously like the refined oils you talk about a lot, um, the processed foods, high sugary, you know, junk foods, soda, that kind of stuff. Those are probably the three things I would say that you should do internally that can really instantly help your skin. And then, um, product wise, or just things you can do externally, always wearing your sunscreen. That's the biggest thing I'm going to drive home to everyone because all of us women run a risk of developing melasma. We all, you know, 
<laughs> want to stay youthful and the sun is the easiest way that you can age your skin. So wearing sunscreen every day is just going to be the best thing you can do and wearing a hat too when you're outside for long periods of time. And then um, using con like medical grade products consistently and you don't have to have a skincare routine that's 20 products long. I mean, literally cleanser, moisturizer, and sunscreen is enough for you to see results. And then maybe adding in one product that addresses whatever you're really trying to focus on, whether it's anti-aging, brightening the skin, scarring, acne, whatever it might be. Um, so really like three, four products max is all you really need to begin with. You don't need to have this like overwhelming, like 45 minute skincare routine every morning and night. <laughs> I do love that, then, but yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, um, the last thing I would say externally, well, there's probably two different things, but definitely no tanning beds and no picking your face. Oh, good ones. Please, please. <laughs> and then, um, you know, see an esthetician, even if it's once every like four months, just go see what someone pamper yourself. Like you do when you go get your nails done, just take a day, go see someone and relax and let them deep clean your skin and give you some good exfoliation. We could all use it. And there's something really therapeutic about having your face touched because oh, it is. think it's about amazing. it. When do you have people touch your face? Like you never do. It's a very vulnerable state to be in, but it really feels great. We have a lot of tension in our face. And so it's just, it's really relaxing and great for you. So truly I, I, even if I wasn't an esthetician, I would be like, go get a facial, even if it's like twice a year, because they're just, there's so many benefits, even if it's just relaxing. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, I absolutely loved our convo. I always love chatting with you, but it was fun to like actually hit record and like nerd out and reflect on some of the things that we always talk about in our private conversations. So this yes. was amazing. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so happy. One for your pregnancy, two for your wedding, <laughs> three for the skincare. Like there's just so many amazing things going on in your life. Um, but before I let you go quick, just let everybody know where they can find you if they don't already follow you. Um, and I'll make sure that I put all of it in the show notes. Like you're the skincare, all that stuff will be in the show notes so that people can find it. But where, where can people connect with you? Awesome. Yes. Um, so my Instagram is Ash Nordman, which is just my name. And then, um, you can also find my skincare page. A N skin and beauty is our Instagram handle. Um, our website is a N skin If you need to email me or ask any questions about anything at any time, you can always shoot me an email at Ashley at a N skin as well. Or we have a skin consultation form, a contact form, all that kind of stuff on our website also. So there's lots of ways to get in touch, lots of ways to contact me and my team. And um, I'm always willing to help and looking forward to talking to you guys. So feel free to reach out anytime. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ash. I so appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and have this conversation. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Seriously, you're doing such great things. I love your podcast. I'm so grateful to call you a friend and to be a part of this. So I love you, girl. I'm oh, glad I love you too. Chat today. <laughs> I so appreciate you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, you guys. So I hope that you enjoyed that episode as much as we enjoyed having that conversation, bringing you guys this information. It was a ton and ton of fun. 
just being able to talk about things that we always talk about in our little side conversations. It's so funny. We're always sending each other voice messages about skin or gut or hormones and health and all of the things. So it's just cool to, to press record and share with you guys some of the things that, that we think are really important because we talk about a lot. <laughs> so, you know, I, I hope that you guys also check out her skincare line. I will link it in the show notes. It is also linked in my Instagram bio. So if you go to my link tree, it's there. It's also linked on my website, drhaleyshoff.com slash favorites. If you guys choose to go through any of those links that I just mentioned, it will be supporting me, supporting the podcast, which is very much so appreciated. So thank you in advance, but I want to share with you guys some of the products that I've been loving. So I have the daily cleanser, which I really, really love super, super clean ingredients. I use it at night after the sauna and I absolutely love it. It's not over drying, but it's nice because I'm able to get nice clean skin, especially with it being summer, spring slash summer. We're getting there. It's getting warmer. My skin tends to be a little bit more oily. I probably run a little bit more on like the normal slash combo side, but it's, it's very neutral in that sense where I feel like both people could benefit. So I mean, if you guys could see the skincare that I use, I use a lot of different things. And so I'm kind of always mixing and matching and trying different things. So you guys know I obviously use Beauty Counter, but I I really have loved incorporating her products. So I use the cleanser usually at night. Usually in the morning, I'll just wipe my face with cold water and, you know, towel. But I've just added in her new toner, which the toner I've been loving because I love when I can spritz something on my face. So... I have the everything spray from Primal, Primally Pure. So I've been using that on a cotton swab, but then spraying my face with her balancing toner, which I love because it's got chamomile, grapefruit, seed extract. And so it's just like, it's very toning to the skin. A, a toner is really nice because it's going to balance the pH of your skin and it's going to kind of prep your skin for the treatment step, which is the serums and all of that kind of stuff. So I use kind of both of those. That's kind of my jam is a recently, I've been really loving that. I love spraying that on my skin, especially after a workout or something. It just feels very balancing, very nourishing. I kind of had come down with like a weird rash and I found that the chamomile in the toner was very soothing to that very soothing to redness or anything like that. So that's really super fun. If you, you can throw it in your gym bag, spray it on your face after a workout, it's great. It's probably definitely going to be in my hiking bag this year. So I've got that. I've added that in. I've added, I've been using her pads for a while. So the exfoliating pads is something that I will use after. So I'll typically cleanse, use the toners, and then I'll use an exfoliating pad. I don't use the exfoliating pad twice a day. I'll usually use it once a day. So probably at night, maybe in the morning if my workout was super sweaty or something. I also have been using the HQ pads on my melasma spot, so I don't necessarily have to use that all over my face. I just kind of am spot treating it on the melasma, so right on my upper lip area where I'm really trying to to zap that, and that's been really great. I, I really recommend checking that out for melasma. And then I've also been loving her new HA cream, her hyaluronic acid. Uh, it's not even a cream, so it's more of a serum. So sometimes I'll use... I've got a few different serums like the peel and the vitamin C that I, that I use from beauty counter, but then I've been using the hyaluronic acid cream on top of that and then applying my moisturizer and SPF. And oh my God, I love it. I mean, hyaluronic acid is amazing. It's like a cup of water for your skin. It's very hydrating. It's really great for fine lines. And 
you know, Ashley has been saying that because she can't do Botox or anything because of the pregnancy, she's been just doing that and her skin has been looking amazing. And so for me, I would love to avoid Botox. I know that it's not a necessity. You know, I want to look young for, I want to look young and have really great skin. And I know that that's kind of the thing that a lot of people are doing. No judgment. I think that people need to do whatever they feel comfortable with. But if I could do something like a hyaluronic acid as a natural anti-aging why would I not do that? And so I've been loving it. And I've actually been using it twice a day, one pump all over the face, and I absolutely love it. So I, it's been nice because I've been able to really incorporate all of her amazing products into kind of the regimen that I had before. So I do have a lot of, I definitely am a skincare snob, and I, I have a lot of different products that I love mixing and matching, but I've definitely found that the medical grade fits amazing into my regimen and things that I do because it just, it, I mean, they're very, very very awesome. I love them. I love the product. She continues to come out with more things. I loved the glow pads. That's actually one of the things I started using last year, but those have kind of phased out and she's got more of the HQ and the retinol pads and everything like that. So, you know, I have used a lot of different things. So if you have questions on any of the products, you know, let me know for guys, they're also great. You know, I have my brother and my husband on the exfoliating pads. He could, he could honestly use any of the pads above, but guys are they don't have to have as extensive of skincare regimens, but the exfoliating pads are f amazing for them, especially if they're acne prone. You can use them on your body. They're great. They're definitely one of my must-haves, especially for acne. They've got salicylic acid. They've got different um, glycolic acids, which are really great for resurfacing and exfoliating, getting the gunk and dirt out, kind of making making you have a nice, nice fresh, clean look, preventing acne. You know, when we traveled and we had to wear a mask, I wore it and... I, I, write, I use the pads and I did not break out. It was great. I loved it. So for masking, they can be great. So yeah, definitely check them out. I, like I said, the link will be in the show notes. The link is also on my Instagram bio and it's on my website. If you guys want to choose to support me, which thank you so much in advance. That's how we make this podcast and all the free info that I put out possible. If you have questions on what would be good for you products that you might want to fit into your skincare routine, I'd be more than happy to help you. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation with Ashley and I. I'll probably definitely have her on again in the future. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing, for leaving reviews. It means so much. Definitely make sure you're following Ashley on social media at Ash Nordman. Definitely make sure you're following me if you're not already at Dr. Haley Schaff. And you can follow my practice at alpha.cairo.health.wellness. That's more of like my practice. Instagram, but I do share a lot of, I do share some health stuff on there, but you can get all the free, free daily content on at Dr. Haley Schaff. Lots of free stuff for you guys over there. Lots of free stuff on the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you next week. Continue to be the alpha of your health.